Welcome to Group Chat Roulette. This is not the normal um, welcome. It's Eric speaking. Stephen Ryan are here. I thought I'd get us started a little bit differently in this episode um, and kind of tell a story that I heard today on a podcast and get your kind of thoughts on it because it really struck me. So uh, just to give the proper citation, this is from Jason Reynolds, a uh, like a young adult author, poet, blah, blah, blah. There's a teacher for global science culture or something like that, something about global culture in high school, okay? So he has, this, he has a classroom of high school students, okay? And um, he acted all mean and tough throughout the years while these high schoolers, these seniors were growing up, um, giving them suspensions in hallways and blah, blah, blah. They finally get to this guy's class and they're like, oh, wait, this is this guy's kind of cool. So he's putting on like a front the whole time so that they would really like him, I guess, when they got to senior year. Little backstory. He's a he's an interesting dude. He gets a fish for the classroom. He's like, we're going to have a classroom pet. They're like, we're seniors in high school. Like, we don't really give a shit about a fish. He says, you know, I want you guys to feed this fish. I want to make sure that you keep this fish alive. It's a tropical fish. It's, it's actually very expensive. And, um, you know, they give him a name and they say the only thing, the only rule is you cannot touch the fish or else you will be suspended. And they're like, well... Obviously, we don't want to touch the fish. So they end up feeding the fish every day. You know, they it has a name, just like anything, it grows on them. These high schoolers actually like this fish. It's all good. One day the teacher comes in and is about to start class, goes over to the fish tank, grabs the fish with a net, throws it on the floor. And the kids are in shock. Like, what? You what are you doing? The fish is literally just flailing on the floor. Two girls rush to the fish and they grab him and put him into the fish tank. And the fish is fine. It's like kind of swimming in the fish tank. He says, girls, you're suspended. You're suspended. And everybody's in disbelief. What, what do you mean? Like, why did you do that? What, these girls are suspended and he get, makes them get their backpacks and they have to go to the principal's office. And he peeks out the window as, like, you know, the door window, and he waves him over and he says, I want you to know you got suspended, but you did the right thing. And he turned to the class and he said, I really wanted to make sure that you all knew that sometimes in life you get punished, but sometimes in life you get punished for doing something that is morally right. And everybody else in class just felt like a coward because literally they chose not to save the fish. So the story kind of struck me in a way because it's like, are you the coward that kind of follows instructions or gets shock and awe and just doesn't do anything? Are you the person who grabs the fish? I think I'm the person who watches. (laughs) (laughs) There's... There's two thoughts I have hearing that. My, my first just quick detailed thought 
which is annoying and I'm an accountant. So I just need to say this out loud. I do think in that situation where the kid's not helping the fish because in the back of their mind, they knew they would get suspended. I don't know if that thought was actually going through their mind. Yeah. But maybe, you know, I just misunderstood. I don't have all the details there. I think to your question, it's more, you going to take action. Are you just going to sit there? I think it is. I think it is. And then the suspension is just to prove the point that when you do the right thing, sometimes you get punished quote unquote, you know, with a suspension, but it, I don't think the kids were expected to be like, but we can't touch the fish. No, they're like, you, sometimes you just don't act, you know, it's just like in public, if something is happening in front of you, like so many times, I think we've talked about this before. Somebody will like be struggling. I think Brandon mentioned this shout out to Brandon. We're not going to disparage you on oh, yeah. this podcast today. He likes he salt in that trip. Yeah, an old woman like tripped or had trouble with her groceries. And he said a few people, maybe it wasn't a trip because I feel like that would be way too obvious to help this person. So maybe it was just a struggling event. Like she couldn't get them into her car. Maybe it was like a photographer at a Super Bowl parade that fell off the stage and broke her spine. Okay. We're not getting into that lady because she should be canceled because she's a racist. Um. But I think she was struggling to a point where someone could have had the kindness to help her out and people just walked by. So Brandon, out of the good man that we know he is deep inside, deep, if you shovel through all that shit and there's a lot of asshole there, you get a really kind guy. (laughs) And he helped the lady. And I'm just afraid that we have a lot of people that just sit back and don't act. Anyway. Just I thought I'd change it up. And I want to definitely hear from Ryan. I think it's a great topic. I love this story. Great storytelling, by the way, Eric. Nice opening. Really enjoyed it. Um, I just think Ryan Tomatoes, come on. 9.5 out of 10. Um, I really do believe that we all think we're that person, right? We all in us. Oh, I would help out. And I think there's certain situations in my life I can point to where Around my fe- friends, especially, right? You know, I can like, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid. But then in public, it's true. You know, like it's the, the falling woman thing. Like that's not embarrassing to help a falling woman out. You know what I mean? I think it's more like. But some people, it's not embarrassment. Some people just want to mind my business. Yeah. You know, uh, that's you know what it is, Steve? You are in a vulnerable position when you help somebody. Yeah. You have to put yourself out there and, you know, some people have an ego to them and they don't want help. And then you have to be like, Hey, I think you're struggling. Could I please help you? Which is such a beautiful thing, but we get so self-conscious that, that we will be misunderstood with that offering. And that fear is just, I'm going to, you know what, pack my groceries and go home. And I, oh man, I hope, I hope she's okay. <laughs> True. Yeah, somebody honestly, will, like, somebody will help her. Somebody's right? gonna help her. Yeah, that's, will help her. There it is, Rye. So I, I think I don't have an answer right now, and I want to hear Ryan's thoughts because it's been uh, there's uh, no answer. It's just a the discussion, air and hopefully, people, me, you, Ryan, people listening. I think do something. Generally, like our group of friends are people that in 
in most types of scenarios will go out of their comfort zone to help someone help the fish. Steve probably connects a little bit more with the teacher that threw the fish on the ground. Um, just cause that story is true by the way. And then he said, it's been like five or six years since he did that. Cause at one point a girl said that that's animal cruelty. And he was like, you're right. Times have changed. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> Times have changed the animals. We have to care. <laughs> it was always animals. animal cruelty, but now I could get really fired. So now there's social media and I'll get in trouble. Um, exactly. Cause somebody will film it and put me throwing the fish on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I mean, do I think every single situation I see out there when I'm walking around the world, like I go out of my way to help, like, Oh, probably not. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it makes, you make a good point, but also COVID. So like the last two years, I think we all got to pass. Are we going to use COVID for an excuse till the end of time? (sighs) Ryan's like, kind of new variant. (laughs) Like, I will say, and this kind of reminds me, and I'm not applauding myself because I think this guy wasn't so so direct with me. I wouldn't have helped him out. Um, Remember how I was picking up Ragazzi's for us, Eric, like two weekends ago? And I told you, like... Yeah, did you ever tell the guys this? I can't remember if I told the Did I mention on the podcast how I picked up the people? told me. And as soon as I, like, I literally had the takeout in my hand like hot pizza and whatever else I ordered. And he was like, right in front of Ragazzi's. And he was like, hey, bud, um, can you turn around your car for a quick jump? And I just was like, kind of like, excuse me, what? Like, I have hot pizza in my hand. But at the same point, my natural, like, first thing I said was like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then I got in the car and Mallory was in the passenger seat. She was like, wait, what are you doing? Where are you going? I was like, this guy wants to jump. And of course, Mallory just always thinks everyone is like, trying to steal something from me. She was like, just be careful. I like, I was like, we're in front of Ragazzi's. It's going to happen. Steve, you better be careful. He's going to steal the engine. <laughs> I would be more like, be careful. Don't kill yourself jumping the car. That's <laughs> what I would be more concerned. Also, about. yeah, in the dark, like I would not love that. <laughs> as soon as I got out, I was just like, you're going to have to remind me you're doing all the actions because <laughs> I haven't done this in where, years. Where does the positive go? Oh, the positive? Great. <laughs> I popped my hood and backed away and I was like, go to work, buddy. Like <laughs> that's even worse though. Like what if he was a dumbass and he just I don't care. fucked yeah. everything up? How, that, that long, is a, sorry, I was going to say take? that's a tough situation, but yeah. How long did it take? I think you said it, it was only like five, 10 minutes, right? Less than five minutes. Honestly, it okay. was very quick in and out. Pizza didn't get cold or anything like that which is sad that that was my primary concern, but you know, it, but if he wasn't just like, if he was just like, Hey, like you have a jump, you know, he was very direct. He almost like took it. Like he was like, Hey man, can you turn around real quick? I'm just going to jump my car. I was like, Oh yeah. 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 Like, it, I don't think he was going to take a no for an answer. Not like he was being a dick. It, it was just probably the right way to go about it. But if he was kind of like Hey, if you're busy, don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, I have hot pizza in my hand. And then I would have drove away if I did under this alternate, you know, universe. And I would have felt really bad. Like, why didn't I just stop and jump him? So I think it's, it is strange to think about. It's a good topic. I like it. 
Yeah. Um, that actually, the way you say it now, I feel like he's a guy that his car sucks and he needs jump all the time. So he's probably like, fuck, I need another jump. Yo, yo, can you do this? Like right now? <laughs> he, he knew exactly what to do. He's done this many times. And the first thing he said, he was like, I told my wife, I told her, drive it this week, drive it. Like he was almost talking to himself, but I was kind of like, just jump it, dude. Please so, don't get um, crazy. Don't get crazy. Yeah, it's you did the you did a good thing, but that's another thing. It's like tr- the trust factor for a stranger is like so low. Like, it's yeah. just, like help thy neighbor, neighbor. I don't even know my personal neighbors right now. Ryan's got some lady outside smoking her fucking marble lights, just watching that dog bark. <laughs> <laughs> While Avery walks out of her bedroom. Why do dogs bark? It's an interesting. <laughs> we were talking before the pod about how Avery's been waking up and just asking questions about life and unicorns. One uh, time she woke she's up. She's a curious, curious girl. One time she's very interested in death. Like the idea of like people dying and then they go to heaven and like always needing to confirm like are they in heaven yes they're in heaven one time she came out and i think she asked if well one time was about my dad's mom my mama who she never met is is pop-ups mommy in heaven we had not spoken about this woman in weeks months years i don't even know if she ever knew i mean she just knows my dad had a mom yeah pop-ups out of nowhere comes out of room is pop-ups mommy in heaven jesus christ kid yes she's in heaven go to sleep (laughs) are is moana's grandparents in heaven Oh my God! Yes, everyone's in heaven. Just close. that's what you gotta see, Avery. Come here, come here. For the future, everyone, every single person goes to heaven. But but there's hell. No, there's not. That's that's wrong. Bye now. Here's a Xanax. <laughs> so but that would be also right. Right. What I also imagine, because <laughs> I have a sick mind was Avery <laughs> asking this pop-up's mom in heaven and you say yes and she's like well she's in my room right now <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like Jesus Christ this is why she wakes up she's fucking seeing that, <laughs> yeah if no you know what if she said something like that to me I'd be like okay I get it that's scary come out of your room if you think you see a ghost but not yeah, to but ask when me kids, when the kids are calm when they see it goes. That's when you know, like, yeah, yeah. The alarm. They're yeah. gonna have issues all of their life. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. We. Uh, this is a side story, and um, we will have to maybe talk to your wife or talk about how your wife does see a lot of shadow figures. Yeah, it's been quite some time since she's done something like that the most recent times that she's done it is like if she goes to bed and then i stay up for another hour or two watching tv eating snacks uh, a lot of snacks um wait i love that you 
fucking mention that detail that did not need to be mentioned. I watch TV. I eat snacks, uh, usually Cheez-Its, sometimes Cheetos. Uh, I like a lot of different cheeses at night. (laughs) Cheese, man. Snacks. I need to know the type of snacks. What's recently been the late night snack? Oh, yeah. Be good. I don't know if this is new or not, but I don't think I've ever seen it. And it's going to sound like it's probably something old, but I, I really don't know that this existed before the last time I went. You're so excited. You're so excited. Cheese It's Buffalo Wing. I don't know if it's actually wing. Is but it like Buffalo Sriracha or no, Buffalo? No, no. Buffalo. Mm. And they are very good. So if you see them. That's been that a snack. very interesting. But anyway, wow. I'll wake up and or I'll go to bed and like as I'm, you know, creeping in, open the door. Creep... <gasps> Joseph, where's Joseph? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is Joseph? <laughs> You're kidding though. She does not say names. Are you One kidding? One time, me? I'm almost certain she said something about Joseph, and I'm just like. Who's Joseph? What are you talking about? Joseph. Um, jo- is Joseph here? Honey, go to bed. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, no, no. I think she even easy. said something like, Joseph's easy. over there. Joseph's over there. Or something like that. Dude. I'm crying because I'm like, I remember this now. It's coming back to me. Does it ever freak you out? I think probably back in the day. Maybe. Back in the day it did. Cause I can remember one time in Vermont and I might've told this story before, but she woke, we, we would sleep in a twin size bed. Cause that's all that fit in my bedroom. And one time she woke up and she was like, there's a spider on the wall, a spider. And now I live in the woods. So like, that's very believable. And yeah. then I kind of like, she kind of wakes herself up and I wake up and, and now we're awake and she's like, Oh, it's just dreaming. I was and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> we're turning on the light and making sure there's no goddamn spider on the wall. <laughs> that was a, I, I'm sure there were other times that freaked me out, but I can, we still joke about that because, yeah. I mean, oh, uh, uh, I heard that. Did you hear that? Yeah. It's it happening of, upstairs. She just got out of bed. I can hear her walking down the hallway. Mommy, um, our... Uh, are mummies real? Yes, they're all in heaven. Just go back to bed. <laughs> that is the answer to everything. Are unicorns real? Yep, in heaven they are. Bye-bye. I just have to say for the listeners, because I know you guys heard this already. The other thing she asked tonight, she wanted to just confirm that at night is owls daytime and the day is owls nighttime. And I had to confirm that for her. That was important enough for her to get out of her bed, run down the hallway, and confirm with me. Confirmed. You're right. Telling this story, you can now like laugh about it. And me and Eric hearing it, just I can almost imagine her saying, just so cute. Like, like, like almost like thinking to her head, like that night, okay, it's Al's daytime. Right, like, and you're just like, mm-hmm. and like and you're. <laughs> I can't. If this was said to me in the car out of nowhere, I would say, "Oh my god, I love this kid. Her brain <laughs> is just always thinking and so smart." 
because that is a smart thing to know as very smart thing to say. really but smart. at night when it's the fifth time you've gotten out of bed for no fucking reason you want to murder and the last thing i'll say about it is when sarah came up gave her molly i was literally at the top of the steps like here take molly and um i had told her about what was happening with avery she's just like you ready to call a doctor and i'm like i'm let's go to a psychiatrist i'm ready because this kid has like her brain just never shuts off so anyway so I'm dealing I with. feel you. And Steve, just something Steve said that really caught my thing was just like, oh, I could just imagine how cute she is. And you'll soon realize that in retrospect, everything is really cute. But there's particular moments where it's just like that cuteness is that's like the, the upside down and stranger things. And it's like, that's the opposite of cute right now. <laughs> And it's, Luca doesn't even talk and he's just like cooing or being, so, I don't even know. And I'm just like. <laughs> Does he take a pacifier? No, he doesn't. Okay. Which is actually so funny because today the uh, daycare just got a new three month year old that she's watching. A three month year old. That's interesting. Go ahead. Three month old. Sorry. It's a little bit later than usual and um she takes a pacifier and luca kept him trying to grab it from her today and i was like that is hilarious because he's never taken to a pacifier so like what the fuck is he he probably just like was missing the daycare lady's attention but um it was just funny that you mentioned it steve you want to tell about my um tutorial i gave you today tax related no, he's talking about the video we posted in our chat, I assume. Correct, Ryan? Yeah. Ryan. Just trying to prepare I, Oh, my God. I never watched that, actually. I should go back. I mean, uh, you get the, the full vision of what's in that video, right? On the, the snapshot of it. <laughs> like, I don't know. What part of a video shows up when you text it? Is it the first scene or is it the last scene? But whatever scene it was, let's just say uh, Molly... Uh, and me and Eric and Ryan have now formed a great bond together. And let's also just say, hopefully Steve's phone is never confiscated for some reason by the authorities. Cause he now <laughs> yes, <laughs> a baby. Well, I'm assuming I haven't watched it yet, but I'm assuming you're telling him how to wipe. Her. <laughs> so I don't think back. back. It was informative. I enjoyed it. Um, I told Mallory and she was like, yeah, of course, front to back. And I was like, okay, yeah, I don't know. Um, And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll walk you through it. Don't worry. Oh, that's too funny that he sent you a video. I was like, yeah, but it was, there's a lot in that video now. It kind of scared me. (laughs) I mean, I feel like it's going to be a mess. I don't know because I only have a boy. So everything's exterior. So it's like, you can wipe it, but it's, you can see it also. I feel like even a wild ride, wild ride with a boy wiping. Like there's still a lot of things you got to like navigate around. Right. Yeah. But you see it. It's external. I'm just saying if there's a big mess with girls, there's a lot to scoop. out. I don't know. Yeah. I can only imagine. I just remember talking to my cousin Mark, who has a girl and a boy, and he was like, "Girls are harder to clean." 
<laughs> four more months wiping them at a young age four more anyway, months yeah but i'll i'll become an expert because i'm going to come over and change little can we say it's gia the name <laughs> it's not going to be gia <laughs> i doubt he has the joke name we keep giving even though i do really like the name gia i do like that name. but um um have you thought about names? I mean, I'm sure you thought about names. And I'm being dead serious. Like, I feel like people think I'm, like, lying. We don't know what the name is yet. I think we have, like, at the beginning, and Eric and Dana have been involved in these conversations, so they probably have, like, an inkling of where we're leaning towards. But in the beginning, it was very sold on a name. And now, you know, we've gone back and forth. And we love all the options. So I think it's just a matter of... Uh, like maybe writing it down. I don't know if that helped with you, Ryan, or like who actually thought about the name in your relationship, right? Was it always Sarah and then you agreed or did you actually come up with certain names? I mean, I think in our excitement of like finding out Sarah was pregnant, probably with all three, we would like start just like going online and like looking at lists and then yeah. like I would be doing it too. And then we would find a name we like, hey, do you like this name? No, yes. And then like come up with a short list of names yeah. that we actually agree upon, which probably ended up being like two to three names, honestly. And then at that point, it was probably like, I mean, we we agreed on the names, but then Sarah probably had a stronger feeling about it. And then I was like- Yeah, the woman ultimately is gonna get, like if you like one name a little bit, say, you, say you're down to two, if Mallory likes one, you're naming that kid that name. Exactly. And that's that's what I've effectively told Mal. I'm like, there's about 10 names I can live with. Like, and I hate to say I, I can live with. I like them all. Like, they can be my yeah. daughter's name. He's like, well, I can't make the decision by myself. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to pick one and you're going to say no. So, like, <laughs> they'll pick one by one until you're fine with the decision. No. Yeah. So, do you have it narrowed down to, like, just a couple names and then... You just figure it out from there. I do. I think she's the one who needs to like truly think about it more. And if she throws in a new name that I like, I'm like, okay, that's fine. But yeah. yeah. There's also some been people, some one people or- wait till birth and like this girl looks like a, which I don't know how you think that at that time. That's a little, yeah. I, I was about to say, that's not your style, is it? No. Yeah. No, Steve. No. But Brandon, I'm pretty sure with Ashton, he could have been lying to us. I honestly don't know. I don't know why he would lie to us. But, like, I don't think they said the name right away, right? Didn't he? Was he born? He was definitely – he didn't release the name as soon as Brady and Reese. But you was it after he was born? I yeah. thought we knew the name. Mm, he can Brady? confirm for us. But I'm pretty sure he, like, sort of, huh? <laughs> still no name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh love that guy so speaking of brandon the comer clan invaded your new house steve i loved How's it you having all the little kitties running around yeah they uh he texted me sunday morning he was like you around uh it was funny like, i guess you guys can appreciate this he was like i'm free from 10 45 to 11 45 i was like <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that. I was just like, well, that's how it is when you have kids. <laughs> like it, it gets very specific. Yep. 
So he was like, I'm, I'm bringing all my kids too. And I was like, oh, well, I have bubble wrap suits when they walk in. And I was obviously joking. And he was like, oh, brother. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, but he loves to say, oh, brother. Yes, he does. He's a, he's a big oh, brother guy. Uh, but honestly, Ray and Reese are like extremely well behaved and just so cute. Like they're so cute. Like as soon as they walked in, they're like a little shy, right? But then, like, I looked at them right away, and I think I'm starting to become really good with kids. But I kind of want them to jump to that age, like Reese and Brady's age. Like, I don't know if I really have the patience to deal with like a baby that can't like speak and like walk yet. Um, I guess I got to deal with that. Uh, so, like, as soon as I saw Brady, I was just like, I'm going to give you a tour, okay? And then at the end of the tour, we're going to go upstairs and we're going to go to what I think is going to be your favorite room. I just knew the loft is completely empty and like a kid just sees an empty room and they're just like, ah, let's run around, you know? So we get up there and he was like, he does that like very cute Brady shocked face a lot. Like, Whoa, like, and, and he saw it and I started running and then he like was fought, like running with me and then Reese saw that and started following him around too. So it was great. Um, but yeah. Very well behaved. Andrea came too. It was nice seeing her and Ashton. Ashton was crawling around. So good time. Great time with the Comers. Anyone who wants to come visit, doors always open. Don't bring Steve your said dog. There was a crack in one of the doors when they left. <laughs> At one point, we were downstairs, you know, Brandon, myself, Mallory, and uh, Andrea and Ashton. And Reese and Brady were upstairs and I was like very not a tight ass. And I feel like everyone in our group chat like makes fun of me. And I'm sure they're just like, oh, you probably were like freaking out. And I was fine. But then they were upstairs by themselves. And I, like, as I was talking in the back of my head, I'm like, what room are they in? Because there's like tools in the baby's room that like I was making a crib on Friday night. Like, and then I heard doors like slamming and I kind of looked at Brandon. He's like, oh, I guess I should go up there. I was like, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But no, everything was perfect. So it's good. I was kind of curious. I'm like, all right, where do I need the childproof things? And I realized kids love to fucking climb on things and hang on railings. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, the railings yeah. are tough. And you are good with kids, Steve, particularly that age. But sometimes your volume is a is a bit loud for the younger kids that like when a loud noise like abruptly makes them like cry. I think that happened on Saturday. Like mom is always the one to like censor me. She was just like, like I was like, hey, Luca, or something like that. I don't know. Or I kind of did like, I don't know. I tried to make them like laugh. And she kind of looked at me like, it's a little loud. I was like, oh. <laughs> he's one to talk. She screamed and he I cried in her arms. And she was like, oh my God, I scared him. Poor thing. And I was like, give him to me. Well, does Luca even really know your mom? <laughs> like, I'm just basing that off of the vibe I get from you guys talking about her and her addiction to work. <laughs> She's addicted to work. Yes. He knows her. He definitely recognizes my dad a bit more because he watches her. Even Donna, she doesn't watch him as much. And I don't know if he, rec- I really don't think he recognizes a lot of people. And like a lot of people are like, does he get confused with Steve? 
And I'm like, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I think because when he's with more people than me and Dana, he's kind of just quieter and like he was crawling around your house on Sunday. He was uh, happy to be in the loft. The loft is a hit with the kids. When is Ryan going to ever be at your house, Dan, with three kids? It'll literally probably be 2025, 2030, one of those. I'm coming home Easter weekend. Okay. So I, I, knew that. I will give Steve a one-hour window where I will bring my children to do the same thing. Rest assured, my children will not slam doors or be left unattended. <laughs> no, stop. I'm Great. kidding. I'm kidding. Brandon, when um, you do listen to this, I just want to let you know your kids will very well behave. But yeah, I can I cannot wait for that Easter week. I'm gonna mark it on my calendar. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's Easter weekend. I like already marked our Lord and Savior's day of rising. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> he is risen. He is risen. He is risen. Uh, hey, you, oh my you know God. what? Like thinking about Easter, we should make a true podcast act since Ash Wednesday. Is today Ash Wednesday? I'm trying it's to think. Tuesday. Did that early? Oh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. No, I, I gotta look this up now. What was your pact about? Okay, it's next Wednesday. We should all. I know Ryan. Uh, well, I don't know really what religion you are, but um, <laughs> if you like, we should all give up something for Lent and actually like make it something difficult that we all give up for 40 days. It doesn't have to be for like religious purposes, it could just be like a little challenge to ourselves. All right, that's I really do like that, but I always fall short of like thinking of the right thing. So I'll definitely start thinking now, but like, have you ever had a really good thing that? I don't want to ask you because I know one. <laughs> I know one hey. of them, but and that's actually hey. a really good one. One, yes, I think everyone who's listening to this podcast probably knows, and very hard. Um, <laughs> pun intended. Two, my second hardest <laughs> thing to give up <laughs> was. If I recall, I believe when I first got my first like really bad cholesterol uh, results back was right when Lent had started in 2020. And that's when I think I think I told myself for 40 days, like no red meat and oh, and I just said like no alcohol other than Fridays and Saturdays, which sounds like I'm an alcoholic, but that's a difficult thing to do. And it was like a combination of things. It was a con- like no chips. It was just a combination of things that I just was like. And then after I did it for 40 days, I realized, you know, I'm not going to get buffalo wing, you know, flavored Cheez-Its to munch on at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> you know what, though? What Steve is saying is really true because it, it maybe it doesn't need to be a bunch of things, but something that's probably a bad habit. I mean, I think Lent is all about that. It's probably a sin, but if it's if it's a bad habit that doesn't make you the best version of yourself, try and give it up for 40 days and you might realize that you don't actually need it. 
So you are much better at me than that because I don't think I've given up one one thing ever in my life. Lent. I'm always like, I'm going to be kinder to people. And then like next day, I'm like, mom, you're ah, the next day. Your kid <laughs> you off and you slap it. <laughs> um, yeah, let's do it. And we can be accountable to each other on this podcast every week. We'll do a little check. It's going to be tough. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. It would actually be really good if it's something all three of us do and we all give up the same thing. So now, like, I can't think of something off the top of my head, but <laughs> no. Um, we will think of something that's contemplated this week. I'll, we'll take that offline, boys. Well, it can't be a food thing because you're already perfection, Steve. I'm getting fat, dude. <laughs> let's save the let's fish. do this. A little Save homework. Yeah. Get the fish, take the suspension. It's worth it. Um, next week, we each come back with one option that we have a feeling it would be good for the whole group. And then we decide. For the Lent thing. For the Lent yeah. thing? Yeah. Can you give some context? Great. Thank you. Anyhow. Okay. All right, boys. Good short episode. Um, We'll come back next week with a little Lent challenge and we'll go from there. Have a great night. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Welcome. Not the normal entry. Entry. Oh, Jesus. I knew, I knew one of you guys would fuck up. It's not that easy. It's really fucking up. Steve just secured his place.